Start the titles. Run VT. Good evening and welcome to Fourteen Words. Uh, we dun, are dun, live. Dun. We are live from the Fourteen Words Telegram. If anyone wants to pop in and ask us any questions, uh, do it. Otherwise, me and yep. otherwise Hobbit's going to start singing. Yeah, well, it's. I thought to myself, like, uh, why don't we use the great thing that is the Fourteen Words chat with sixty-five members in it? Um, <laughs> And just go and have a look at all the stuff we got there. Like most recent yeah. thing that's been posted, we've got a photograph in there. And if you're part of the phone-in audience, you can look at it. And if you're not, we can probably put it up on the thing. It does just you know copy and paste image OBS slave. Um, and it's a picture, and I recognise this because this is from Mario sixty four, and it's the is it the level select it's the starting like it's basically the starting house place thing and in it there's a checkerboard floor with a uh, octagonal sun actually and... actually that's got less points than the mario one. Oh, and whereas you look at the a freemason lodge you have a checkerboard square with a uh, circular sun in it and yes, it's got less... Po- so it's two five-pointed stars superimposed one another. Whereas the one in Mario is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's two eight-sided stars superimposed on one another. It's called Princess Peach's Castle. So now there's a couple of people in the chat, not going to name their names Dom. They're saying, do I have to download Telegram now? You don't have to download Telegram, but... The way we're doing this phone-in thing is if you're on Telegram and if you're in the 14 words chat, you can just join in and you can you can say whatever you want. Whatever subject is, if you want to talk about why is it that television shit now and Hobbit's watching Columbo. So. Yeah. Uh, what, were, what were Columbo's supernatural powers other than just like irritating people? Until, yeah, he's, until he's they said, because... for fuck's sake, I did it. Just fuck off, you horrible little Jewish man. Oh, was he? Oh, I was good. Was... Hello, Phil. Welcome to the phone-in show. Yeah. Right. There's a quiz on, on Bollywood Rectory, ghost quiz. Yeah. Uh, you, you can you can take the quiz and you can tell us how Midsummer many you got. Midsummer Murders fan says Columbo is shit. Columbo is uh... right. 
I think it was. Pre- I, I watched an episode today about like a doctor who uh, strangled his wife and got uh, his he girlfriend. He only did really middle class dress- murders, though, didn't he? He didn't give a fuck about regular people that got shot, did he? Yeah, but was that's, there... that's because fucking regular murders. It wasn't really as seen. Like regular murders are a bit fucking easy solve, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so, oh, look, uh, an African, well, a basketball American has uh, shot someone. Oh, look, there's all the evidence. Case fucking closed. End of show. Yeah, uh, so that sorry. was the thing. That the, Colum- <laughs> the Columbo investigations did take a bit of, you know, nuance Time, yeah. and, and thinking and stuff. So uh, premeditated murders as opposed to just, oh, uh, you've missold me this uh, chicken meal. Actually, you haven't, but I'm going to murder you anyway. Because I I demand an extra uh, five pieces of chicken, in it. yeah, yeah. So it the body body rectory Chris, you can get it there. I got five out of fifteen questions correct because I'm an expert on Bollywood rectory. Yeah, what is Bollywood rectory? It's not Bollywood lecture rectory. It's Borley rectory. Yeah, What's but that? it's next to the woods, right? No. What is it? Like, explain to me what it is, because it's just a Morley random Rectory, word. Rectory, I think it was in the 20s, was considered uh, England's most uh, haunted house. Oh, okay. Yep. Sparks. So, that was good. So I'm just scrolling up a bit more. we got, like, uh, 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 Nathaniel <laughs> Soaks. Hello to Nat Sock. Uh, talking about the Flat Earth episode. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, I'm going to try and do his voice. Flat Earth theory is a function of the paranoia people feel in this cancerous culture. They know they're being lied to, so they've made up an explanation that conveniently avoids the topics that might end you in prison. Correct. Uh, Shape-shifting lizards and uh, fucking yeah. aliens from Mars well, are destroying... Or why about fluoride in the water? Because there you go. It isn't fucking safe, honestly. It isn't safe. David seems to avoid being imprisoned when he talks about shape-changing reptilians. Isn't fluoride a heavy metal? No, fluoride comes... comes, uh, Well, it's called... What is it? Sodium fluoride. That comes from a reaction that's caused from um, aluminium mining and things like that. Yeah, you use um, cryolite as a catalyst for... Refining. I thought fluoride was on the periodic table, wasn't it? It is, yeah. yeah the, fluoride, the fluoride they use, the sodium fluoride they use, is a toxic chemical. Yeah, and if you look at if you look at the history of fluoride, is well, I'm not I'm not doing that weirdo motherfucker or anything, but it is dangerous. And if you do, if you look at the if you look at the peer-review fucking data that's been done in the last couple of years, they'll tell you straight up, they'll say, yeah, it's fucking bad for you. You shouldn't put it in the fucking water. Just to let people know, I am. <coughs> this episode is brought to you by the element of iodine. and uh, it, So it turns out you've got these glands, right? So what's and, the... Uh, uh, what's right the... What's the... The... Uh, uh, what's, you know, the shortened term for fluoride, then. The letters. So, uh, it's uh, sodium F. 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 So it's F for fluoride. Yeah, I'm just going to look at the periodic table. There's FL. So, yeah, it's FL. F. No, it's F. 
The flow so, in the bottom of the water is, uh, yeah. comes from a byproduct, byproduct that they make when they do industrial so the, fucking so mining. Sodium chloride is not yeah. on the periodic because it's a compound. It's compound. It's a compound. Here's the history as well. It's a really dangerous compound that a lot of... Because um, when they make fertilizers and things like that, they were left with a lot of compounds. Okay. These compounds. All right. And you've got, yeah. you've got a choice, right? You can either pump it into the atmosphere and destroy all the fucking agriculture. That's a bad idea. Nice. Or you can... Or you can store it in plastic fucking boxes and build warehouses forever and, and bury it. Or you can pay scientists. You can pay scientists and say that it's really fucking healthy if you dump it in people's water. So here's the and thing. What what, what, why we got the different compounds. Now, fluorine is a gas, and that is on the... Yeah. Uh, it's an it's element dangerous. in the periodic table. Ah, so sodium fluoride is N N A and F. Yes, oh. I, know, I, I know. What's it's a racist? So is yeah, that's right. So here's the thing: we got the various compounds of fluoride. Now you may have noticed on your toothpaste something called sodium monofluorophosphate. Sodium monofluorophosphate because I'm based. I have non-fluoridated toothpaste. Well, well I, I'm assuming some people that listen to the show have. Um, so, so oh, fl what? the fluoride, the f well, it's fluorine, and it? Well, it says fluorine on the periodic table. I, I have so that's a halogen then. Yeah, it is. It's all yeah. fucking dangerous to put it in the water, and it's fucking bad for you. That's the bottom line. Do, the, do your own research. It's a, it's a toxic waste, and yeah, yeah. Uh, they've managed to convince convince people that it you, you should have it because marketing. Bit like how they did the same thing <laughs> with fat, saying fats are bad and you should have sugar instead. So, you said, the problem is, is that no, you know, water filter gets rid of it as well. So if you think, oh, well, I'll use a bit of water that won't do anything. Yeah, you can use what's called a chelation element, which is a bunch of aluminium. And it's funny, it's not a chemical reaction. It's a physical reaction where if you have atoms of aluminium, the fluorine atoms will be suspended in the middle. They've not it's too complicated. Found, it's just holding physical. The best way to get rid of... Uh, fluoride compounds in your water is to not have it in the first place. But the second best way of doing it is to distill your water or use reverse osmosis. Now, Correct. you were mentioning about uh, fertilizer. It's, I'm mm -hmm. glad you mentioned that because okay. you see, uh, phosphorus mining uh, to make phosphates for uh, uh, soil <laughs> uh, because it, the the main the main fertilizers they I think it's called M P and K so the N is uh, nitrogen right, the so P is potassium and the K is no the P is phosphorus the K is potassium correct. because it's that weird um, stupid Greek... bullshit that fucking scientists do where they, they confuse you so you can't understand the gobbledygook language well, well it's it's like why is so is sodium on the periodic table N A because it's uh, should natrium be should be S. Well, it, well, it's the old term for it's natrium, and the Germans still refer to sodium as natrium. So why is lead PB then, Hobbit? Because it's plum plumbum. The same reason oh, right. that silver is AG, which is argentum, and gold is AU, which is aurelium. Right. Now, uh, the phosphorus mining, when they were, when they were refining it, uh, they noticed that all the plant life and uh, uh, livestock around the refineries would die. Because it was releasing uh, fluoride gas. So what does uh, non-metal non mean in the periodic table sense, then? Anything which isn't a metal. Which is quite interesting, then, because you can say what there's a thing called metallic... 
Well, you can have something called metallic hydrogen because is hydrogen a metal or not? It depends. <coughs> if you get it at a critical, supercritical pressure and temperature, it is metallic. Um, so going back Mercury to the phosphorus mining. Yeah, well, well yeah. Going back to uh, the phosphorus refining, it was killing all the animals around it. The farmers are complaining. So the phosphorus miners, uh, refiners said, right, what we'll do is the chimneys where it's coming out, we'll spray steam into it, and that will bind up with any of these dangerous chemicals coming out. And it works. Oh, is that what's called a and, scrubber, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a chimney scrubber. And that uh, s uh, technology was a positive spin-off also for coal uh, power stations because they use the same technology in them because oh. you remember all that thing about acid rain oh. yeah. yeah well it, it turns out if you just use um, a scrubber in that you can turn the sulfur dioxide that was released from the coal into sulfuric acid and then you've got it in barrels so yeah the, the sodium monofluorophosphate is a toxic byproduct of phosphorus remining, refining that's why you notice yeah. Some toothpaste say sodium fluoride, others say sodium monofluorophosphate, some even say hexafluoroacetic acid. They just wanted to get rid of If you look at the history of it, you've got these big fertilizer uh, manufacturers. They're left with this shit. You know, the mm. was it the third law of thermodynamics? You left, essentially, you're left with this shit that you can't do anything with it. So they were in a position where they were like, right, we either pump it into the atmosphere and kill all the fucking life on planet Earth. To be, fair, to, be fair, to be fair, that same thing did give, it, did give us uh, Marmite, didn't it? We've got this shit left at the bottom, uh, at the bottom when we finish brewing. Let's sell it. Oh, well, that, that's, that's, that's recycling yeast. I yeah. Mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the, I was, uh, I, the same I principle. If you can stomach I mean. Marmite, you can stomach like fucking sodium fluoride. The thing is, they don't do this. I swear to God, I'm not being a schizophrenic Dave, uh, uh, fucking David Icke or anything. Look sure. up the peer-reviewed research. It's dangerous. No, like modern day. Here's the thing: when they did the early science on this to prove that fucking um, that putting this in the water supply would improve dental health. Hold on uh, a minute. They're... Bromine is in the same group. They used to give uh, soldiers bromine. Yes. Bromine, yeah, iodine, chlorine, fluorine, and uh, what's, what's the other? Oh, well, I suppose I could just look at the ptable.com. Astatine, astatine, and Tennis, Tennessee. Oh, the ones which don't really exist. Oh, well, the, orig the, orig the original paper, the original paper to prove that fucking fluoride in the water would be healthy, was based on um, essentially calcium fluoride. Whatever, right? They they essentially said that because in certain areas where they put fluor, fluor or whatever the chemical in the water supply, that their dental health mm. was better than other areas. But the areas they were comparing were really, really wealthy areas where everyone's fucking rich and really, really poor areas. And obviously, that's not good science. So, like, modern-day scientists look at that data and they say, that's bollocks. Maybe it's not the fluoride. Maybe it's the fact that they're rich. I think I, think I could even remember there was a thing saying about, like, a dentist saying, well, look, this this result here, which I'm, I'm basing on calcium fluoride, which is naturally found in, like... Thames water and, and stuff. You know, people yeah. have been consuming that since prehistoric times. And well, if it really made them that uh, brain damage retarded, we wouldn't have Oxford University because right. a lot of people that went to Oxford University actually originate from Oxford and been drinking Thames water. So, um, it's about the levels, could... 
But also, I've, I've, if you look into it as well, people overdose on the record recommended amount as well. Oh, yeah. So, well, the, the other thing, of... the easiest way to argue against this is, you, you all right, let's, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say it is beneficial to have fluoride salts in your diet um, or, no, to be applied topically to the teeth. However, it's not beneficial to be ingesting it, showering Correct. it, giving it to your pets, or spraying it on your lawn. I mean, you, you don't you don't need to uh, medicate your your grass. I mean, if, what if, we should say to them, teeth. what we should say is we should say, listen, I know you want to get rid of this fucking toxic byproduct that you can't get rid of. Uh, just dump it in Africa. Fuck it, that's what I'd do. Why just send it's it to China enough. like they normally do? Because we sell it, we sell all of it, sell, send all of our uh, nuclear waste to China, don't we? We'll send it Africa and we'll say, listen, it's going to make your teeth healthy. Well, you know the you know the, incredibly, you know the incredibly you know the incredibly friendly um, solar panels. They're created in China because there are chemicals used in the byproduct that you just aren't even allowed to use in this country. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, hydrofluoric acid. Yeah, um, is what you need that to in order to wash uh, the quartz crystals of any impurities after you've been cooking them with coke and coal in a furnace, because that's the only thing which will get hot enough to melt quartz. So here's the thing about it, right? So you, you can make all your arguments, whatever you like, but let's say it is beneficial to have some sort of fluoride compound topically rubbed on it. You're not going to get around the fact that, oh, I've already said that bit. The bit which I haven't said is... In the United Kingdom, we've never had fluoridated water up until last year, and Rishi Sunak said, uh, yeah, you're having it now. And I know people are arguing against it, but uh, you're evil white men, so, um, you know, you're having it. And But then again, isn't he also punishing, like, the, the poor disenfranchised bames by because they also drink the same tap water? But prior to that, the only places where you'd find fluoride in the water was Southampton. Well, I was going to say Southampton, Birmingham, yeah. Cardiff, and the Republic of Ireland. Uh, oh, Byers in the chat, Phil. Well. Byers in the yeah. chat, he says, Phil thinks all the chemicals are turning the Chinese into super soldiers. <laughs> uh, a lot of it, yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Listen, this is what's happening. They're putting fluoride in the water. It's turning everyone into a, into a uh, homosexual. I was going to say another word then. And it's also... Yeah, it, all of this shit, man. I'm telling you, right? If you look into it, fluoride's fucking dangerous. It's a byproduct that the evil fucking capitalists couldn't get rid of, so they fucking paid scientists with shit science, and it's shit science because they went, "Look, we've put fluoride in really, really wealthy areas where people got loads of money. Their teeth is better than the poor people." And only recently did people go, "Hold on a minute, that's terrible science." But that's yeah, bollocks. it's, it's, it's like, a bit flawed, isn't it? It's a little but, bit flawed. The thing to say with that is, as well, is that uh, all these places in, in England, so again, Birmingham, uh, Southampton, and oh, Cardiff's Wales, okay, so United Kingdom, those are the only places. Coincidentally, those are the places where you find aluminiums being refined in this country. So right, yeah. a, a bit of a fun coincidence that cryolite is happens to be a catalyst for aluminium refining, which is aluminium fluoride. Weird um, wherever we're fucking producing this fucking toxic byproduct that we dump it directly in the fucking water. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's in the Republic of Ireland, they just buy it because the Irish are stupid. Yeah, well, or, stupid, or it, here's the conspiratorial take on it. The Irish aren't stupid. In fact, they're very smart 
but through a process of poisoning their water and their food supplies, they've been turned into stupid Dumby fucks. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so they, the, were the, the real, reason... they were the real Atlanteans, weren't they? That's right. Well, the... Oh, they <laughs> were... They were... He said, don't forget the English ruled the world while they were pumping so much toxic into the atmosphere, they were changing weather patterns. True. Um, Absolutely true. It... The real Jew is the Anglo. I've always said that. Yeah, but it's okay when we do it. Yeah. Perfidious Albion. It's always okay when we do it. By Ray, just remember <laughs> that you're you're from the same stock. <laughs> when, you, when you're kicking the Anglo, just remember you're from the same stock. <laughs> You're shooting yourself in the foot. Don't but this find... is the thing. I I, I, would, I am willing to go as far as... But even if, though if I find them annoying, that the Irish are a bit under attack and they... They they, they, they were Atlantis, so they were. They they really were Atlantis. <laughs> and it's just... It's a shame because, you know, the the Irish are into civilization. It's true. And anyone that doubts it, well, they just haven't... Oh, look, the uh, we, just, we just found out, we just <coughs> found out that, but, that buyers, buyers Rama Rama, he said, I'm, I'm, I wasn't kicking the Anglo, also, I'm not an Anglo. We've, we've just yeah, found he's out... Slavic. He's, he's a Slav brother. I thought it, he was a... But buyer Ray's going to go back to the... <laughs> buyer Ray's going to go back to the dream time. He just needs to get some more <laughs> petrol. I think he but, was a Slav. Um, I remember talking, well, raging at him. And um, he said he was a Slav. Follow Slav, I think. So, so is this ah? So he's a fellow puddle toilet toilet chuck. Yeah, he's a fellow Aryan, <laughs> like leaders of civilization. Dom says, Dom says, come on, buyer. We all, we all know we all know you're an abo. Um, Dom says, woke putting fluoride in our pronouns. <laughs> this is why we've got people with pronouns because of the fluoride. I'm gonna go as I think it's the fucking. I'm not even joking. I swear to God. Well, how long the have they been putting fluoride possible? in the water? For a very oh, long pretty time. much since uh, they've been refining aluminium. Um, but anyway, moving on from that subject, because there's plenty of other stuff in the 14 words chat. There's an interesting monument in Greece which just says thank you. It's all in uh, Greek, by the way, but I think it says it's all Greek thank to you, me. Russia. Yeah, thank you, Russia, 1812. And it shows a very different map to what's known of the Russian borders of 18, 1812. And it and they sort of show an old map of the time. Uh, this is an old Greek map, mind you, where they show Russia on one side, and it goes from I'd say as far uh, west as what uh, Poland is today to as far east as the is that the Ural Mountains, the Caucasus Mountains. But it doesn't go all the way to Vladivostok. It it sto- it stops, you know, just a bit beyond the Caspian Sea. Uh, and then oh, after this, that this area... is interesting. If we can go back to the fluoride, mm. right? So, where is fluoride added to the water supply? In some areas, parts of Bedfordshire, North Nottinghamshire, and Lincolnshire were required to raise fluoride levels, a process called fluoridation, to one milligram per liter. So, why is so fluoride sometimes added? Water companies are sometimes asked to add fluoride to improve dental health. The amount of fluoride allowed in drinking water is much lower than found in products such as toothpaste. Well, I should think so as well. Um, who pays to add the fluoride? Do we want to know that? Us. Public Health England and the local health authority pay for the fluoridisation and, and, and equipment. The cost is not part of your water bill. What I find interesting with that as well is they say who that decides they to add it, fluoride. The final decision sits sits with the local authorities and the Secretary of State for Health. 
Water companies, if approached, give technical advice, and if asked to do so, will implement the fluoridisation scheme so in line with relevant been... act and regulation. Because I'm pretty how, sure, how I'm pretty sure this fluoride. I'm pretty sure this fluoride in the thing is a is an American thing. Well, you say that, but I do remember last year, um, Rishi, was it Rishi Sunak? It was one of those brown politicians yeah. saying that we're going to fluoridate all the water, and yes, there are objections, but we're going to ignore them. Yeah, because this and is thing- from this is from no, it's your mate Chris Whitty. That's who did it. So this is from 24th September 21. Fluoride to be added to UK drinking Whitty. water to cut tooth, tooth decay. So the thing is, every single time they use this ostensible excuse of, oh, it's for your, your dental health, right? Well, I, I, I mean, See, I think it's, it, this, it, is a, this is another thing. It's like, why, why, is it, why is it we believe that stuff that's happening in America is happening over here? Because we're told it. However, yeah. this excuse of it's for your dental health, why does nobody talk about osteoporosis? Why does nobody show, like... Oh well, you know the the more fluoride you've got in your oh body, God. did you know the there's the British? You need to leach. Did you know there's the British? I'm not done making a point yet. I'm not done making this point. I'm, I'd, I'd rather talk about Tartaria and get through the other things. But oh, whilst I'm on this point, the more fluoride you get, the more brittle your bones become. So why is no one talking about? Well, we need to put more calcium in the water to counteract the fluoride we're putting in. Hey Phil, have a look at the link I've just put in the 14 words. Did you know there's a British fluoridisation? I do. Society. Yes. Well, read, read that then. That that, that proves that um, there's a weird. I'll, I'll, I'll read the conclusion then. Shut the fuck off. The conclusion: the results support the possibility of an adverse effect of high fluoride exposure on children's neurodevelopment. Future fluoride makes you retarded. Use iodine to buffer it. Makes you fucking stupid. That's why we got uh, retarded people. That's why I'm retarded today because I've just had a glass of water as it goes. <laughs> mumbling like a retard. And coughing. So go, going um, back to previous things in the 14 words, so, you know, interesting thing that east of uh, Russia there was Tartaria. Hemi uh, yeah. posted in the chat, can a ghost and a zombie come from the same person? I'm so amused by the image of a ghost watching in horror as the zombified body shambles around. Zombie. <laughs> Brains. Ghost. This is so embarrassing. Please, Phil, get it together. We were a lawyer, for God's sake. <laughs> Okay, that so, is pretty um, funny. That is pretty funny. That one. I thought that would that was worth yep. it. Uh, and then there was the thing here where uh, uh, Hobbit got told off by Hobbit for being a dickhead, spamming the same link but three weeks in in a row, and that was covered last week about the um, five folded crystals, which are rarely seen in nature, um, but they were the the trinitite from the atomic bomb blast produce the you know the crystal with a with a pentagram beautiful um and then there's there's an image here of like a nordic for in the flying saucer um he says so that there's a black man saying but what what do you want hang on but what do you want will you stop the bombs will you end the wars the nordic is who by the way is very olive skinned in this like the Oh, my sweet silly George, in the not-too-distant future of yours, the youth of your species will develop a curiously powerful psycho-spiritual technology called memes, or maymays. It is yeah, this technology... I love it technology. when people call them maymays. Oh, that maymays. Yeah. Yeah. Me- memes. 
It is this technology and its ripples of influence backwards and forwards in time that attracts our attention, not the bomb. Curious technology indeed. Besides our crafts, we find memes to be the most efficient method of traversing the dimensions. Hopefully you've realized that by now we are utilizing this technology as we speak. So I found that one was quite good. And um, uh, Oh, it is, it is another one which we didn't come into any of the 40-hour words uh, things. Uh, this is uh, breaking news from Australia. Well, breaking news from a few weeks ago. The Australian government has approved the license application for a big pharmaceutical company, Paxvax. I don't know what a Pax is, but anyway, the vaccine is to be administered via chemtrails. So it's hey. a. It will allow oh, them it to. It sounds like schizophrenia. It will. Uh, well, you say that, but didn't we Chem cover it? Real. I'm going to. Did go we with do that an well. episode about chemtrails when we talked about how they were releasing like diseases? Uh, it's just steam, man. Come on. No, but hold on a minute. I'm going to push steam, back. Bro. I'm going to push back. Like <laughs> they are, they are manipulating the weather, not via chemtrails, yeah. but what's it called now? There's that fucking weird gold shit gold in the atmosphere. Geoengineering. Yeah, geoengineering, they fucking do that in the ocean. They do it in the ocean in no man's land, and they fucking do alter the weather. Oh, they shit, yeah, literally I make about this. Yeah. Because so, I, uh, I, I know a schizophrenic, and he was saying all this shit to him, and I was like, oh, you're just being a truth angel, you mad bastard. He provided all the evidence out there, making fucking clouds in the ocean, making your weather shit on purpose because of uh, Greta Thunberg and all that bollocks. So... Yeah. Uh, I, instead of recapping the episode about chemtrails, I just referred to the Clouds of Conspiracy episode. That was the title of it. Yeah. We chose that one because we thought, well, if we put chemtrails in it, you'll have to have one of those disclaimers like they put on fag packets these days. Yeah, all well, the people who have drones will come for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the Clouds of Conspiracy episode talks about like the, the who, what, when, and where of it. But anyway, back to this article. It says... Uh, the Australian government has approved the license application for a big pharmaceutical company, Paxvax, that will allow them to intentionally release a genetically modified organism vaccine consisting of live bacteria into Queensland via chemtrail. The Office of Gene Technology Regulator, the OGTR, said that the vaccine qualifies as a limited and controlled release under Section 58 of the Gene Technology Act of 2000. Paxvax is seeking approval to conduct a clinical trial of a genetically modified live bacterial vaccine against COVID. Um, so, Paxvax yeah, you Incorporated, know. based in Redwood City, California, was formerly a company focused on the de development of specialty vaccines to protect against existing and emerging infectious diseases. In August 2018, Paxvax Inc. was acquired by... Emergent Biosolutions Inc., headquartered in Gaithersburg, Maryland. With the acquisition of Paxvax, Emergent Biosolutions acquired Vivitoff Oral Vaccine for the prevention of typhoid fever, Vaxhora Vaccine for the prevention of cholera, and sev several clinical stage vaccine candidates. So it's been Paxvax has been swallowed up. Uh, and scrolling up before that, somebody who was their name Wesley, he yeah. posted a thing in in the uh, about a four chan thing about people noticing that kidneys are now in a different place in the body, where they're saying they're just uh, just underneath the rib cage, hey, whereas we did bef that before in the Mandela, right? Yeah, yeah, Mandela and, and, and you know so about, you know before, about this, Phil. where your kidneys are, where it's Phil gone. 
what? And that's where his kidneys before. Yeah. This, this is the only time I've ever seen these two be squeamish and like not want to talk about a subject. Where are your kidneys, Phil? Uh, I don't know, under the rib. I don't fucking know. Just under the rib cage, aren't they? I don't fucking know. They're just above the hips, or at least they were. Yeah, 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 so yeah, should... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what right? they are, yeah. No, no incorrect, the Phil. They've moved. Now. They're now in your rib cage. Where are they? What, they're in your is... rib cage? That's yeah. bollocks. They're literally not there. <laughs> What the fuck are they on about? It, you, know, this, this, you look, this you look, life. Phil. You look at any medical textbook. Where are my kidneys? Just Google it now. now. Any, anything. Where are my you kidneys? Know this is like? You know what this is like? Uh, I remember before during the COVID bullshit, I, I looked outside and I said, "Where the fuck is the moon gone?" Like there was no moon. And then, and, and Andrea Shitterthoff, she was just like, "Oh well, fuck it. This is COVID. Of course they got rid of the moon." I go on Google and it says, and it says on Google, it the says sometimes. It was like, sometimes the moon is not visible at all. And I was like, fuck off. It's always a little bit visible. Wait, Wait have you just come to this realisation that the, the moon disappears for like three days? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, the moon's sometimes not visible. It's like, fuck off. It's always a little bit visible, you lying bastard. Well, Google got... now. I want to hear a live react of yeah. Google, yeah. Where, where are my kidneys? So whilst Phil's looking up kidneys, let's just scroll up and, and see what else people have been oh, saying. Oh, Pampas chat, Grass. It... Oh my god, the kidneys are just below the rib cage, you lying bastards. No, it's not. <laughs> what are you on about? We're literally, we're not human beings anymore. This is what fluoride's done to people. It's like we put this move. They're wrong. What are they on about? It's not there. What are they on about? They're crazy. Oh, you rib cage, no, it isn't. Liars. So somebody posted an article. Um, I say somebody. It's always somebody in the Roger chat. Roger the shrubber. Roger. Roger the shrubber posted a thing about pampas grass. Yeah. I guess I've been seeing pampas grass for a little while before I really noticed it, but once I noticed it, I started seeing it everywhere. It began a few weeks ago when I happened upon images of Mandy Moore's wedding on my Instagram Explore page. There she was in a backyard framed by <laughs> feathery pink and white explosions, like mini trafula trees, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's a bunch of pampas grass. Then I saw a woman walking around Broadway with an armful of wispy stalks. She's the kind of woman been laid down with and for oh, these are just flower names and stuff. And there's already the Bader Meinhof phenomenon enough a situation one keeps seeing the same seemingly random thing over and over again, aka a frequency illusion, to the point where I wrote down in a notebook, pampas grass now everywhere, but why? Then finally, I saw an article in the cut titled Pampas Grass is the New Monstera Leaf. What the fuck is this stuff? <laughs> and I, this is, I knew that yeah, Pampas... this is stuff that only woke, woke wankers would know, isn't it? I think only like uh, florists would know what half of the stuff is. No, no, no. Like, like proper hipster shit libs, I think. As the writer Margaret Rose discussed in the cut, one reason could be rooted in environmental causes. She writes. The ubiquity of the poofy grass might speak to another shift. The increasingly urgent desire to use less and reuse what we have. Pampas grasses are environmentally sound in that they don't require floral foam. And then, too, they're consumer-friendly because you can buy a bundle and it will last forever. No need to replace them as you would fresh flowers. I think I remember Still, that though, when I was a kid, people having pampas grass in vases. Oh, here's an interesting one. This is this is. Uh, I just look at the body changes of the mandala stuff, right? And here's one that's interesting. I never noticed this one before. Um, 
You now take your pulse on the side of your wrist, almost under your thumb, rather than the center of your wrist. Uh, the arteries carrying the blood to your hands are nestled against a slightly uh, against and slightly under the bone, making it more difficult to commit suicide by cutting your wrists. What oh, the, the, oh, the body's adapted to to people topping themselves. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You, the funny thing is, though, I mean, like, I, I've uh, uh, ten oh, speaking, years. Speaking, hold on, just, just before we move on, Hobbit. Like, I was I was listening to a podcast today about um, about uh, what is it uh, about Alcatraz. Uh, one of the prisoners there committed suicide by by bending a bending a fork uh, like a prong on a fork. He dug into his wrist, pulled the vein out, and then bit it open. Oh, savage. Okay. Um, there, there are easier ways of dying, but yeah. fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, no, I did medical science, and I, I know how to take a pulse. You, you hold your thumb against like the uh, against the center of the wrist, but the thing is, I always remember like I could I could just about feel people's pulses in their wrist, but it's much easier to feel someone's pulse by putting your fingers on their neck. Yeah, the castle. because there you got the. Yeah, and it's much easier to feel that pulsing. So, like, um, I did it with my late grandfather as well. I put my fingers on his neck and I couldn't feel a pulse, but I was told by the nurses he died 15 minutes prior to me arriving. So, mm. um, yeah. Um, Hobbit, it that's was weird, thyroid. Though, <laughs> Is he on the wind-up now, <laughs> by Ray? He can only someone tonight, isn't he? I know I know where the thyroid is, and anyway, when you've got a pulse, you can feel it in the neck. So, what's this? Um, oh, so. Uh, uh, How far no, did you get? I can't be. The, this Still article though, is like a fucking essay, mate. It's not yeah. worth reading. It's just like some woman just saying, "Oh, Basically, she went on. She went on Google, and according to an article in Southern Living titled "Pampas Grasses for Swingers." Then found out about pampas grass. Has anyone got pampas grass in their garden and, uh, and had anyone knocking on their door asking to swing? Uh, that is quite. That is quite funny. Um, don't know. But yeah, yeah, hipsters are buying pampas grass. Well, they were whenever this was written. Oh, 2018. So, um, 2018. They're buying new. They're buying a different plant now. So, uh, uh, Hobbit posted a, a thing about CERN and the Mandela effect hijacking, but it's a really crap video that's three hours long. It's some like retarded American boomer. I wouldn't recommend it, so just yeah. ignore that. Um, Roger the Shrubber says, are you putting the shows in podcasts anymore? And I think the answer is no. Yes, I will get on with it. Yeah, it's Oh, and there, there's, it's there, there's a voice clip. There's a voice clip by Hobbit talking about demons. <laughs> uh, there's the stuff well, from last week about the atomic bomb testing. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's July 4th. Fucking hell. That's nearly four weeks ago, Hobbit. Yeah. And then, oh, sort of going back further, that was oh, him yeah. saying, rest in peace, the Georgia Guidestones, but not oh, for yeah. long because the, the CEO of Pfizer says he's going to refinance their uh, reconstruction because, you know, a, a guy that makes um, panda pops, that makes people infertile, would want to bring back a guidestones that says, make the population 500 million. Where's the guidestones? Have you even um, way up? Oh, yeah, RIP, so George has guidestones. Yeah. Uh, what's next up? There's Hobbit stuff about that we covered last... Well, is it last week? We yeah. Did bomb testing. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. With the with the crystal. Uh, what's this when the world oh. ends thing? It's a little short video. Don't know. It's a ten second long clip. Uh, I'll play it now. Alexa, I... when will the world end? So, according to Alexa, Earth will be hit by an asteroid in 2042, and then yeah. So that's that's funny. Oh, uh, breaking! Pitbulls rejoice as Supreme Court ruling leads to a dramatic uptick in food supply. Because remember, there was that, that thing about ba banning abortion. Isn't it interesting? Like abortion's going to be banned right about the same time that people might be a bit infertile a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know what kids would like yeah. if we replaced all fun, colourful alien side characters with frumpy black lesbians? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. Yeah, because I, mean, I don't know whether uh... anyone uh, anyone used to watch the original Buzz Lightyear cartoon, but I think it's the. Is that My one. Little Pony? No, that's, that's Buzz Lightyear. That's Rainbow. That's Rainbow Dash for My Little Pony, <laughs> and that's Earthworm Jim. And I don't know who the fat one is at the bottom. Oh, I thought you were going to say Earthworm Jim, but he put on a bit of weight. Well, no, uh, the one on the left is hmm, Hold on, let me just... Uh, oh, what, a, a glass of water just resting on the table in the International <laughs> Space Station. Uh, yeah. yeah, hold on, I'll put, give me a sec, I'll put this one up. First lesson from space held for Chinese students in 2013. Uh, oh, yes, that's, um, you know, just... Uh, we'll, we'll just, um, you know... Ah, it, no, it's it not zero gravity, you see, it microgravity... That why my glass of water rests on table. It's fine. Uh, there you go. That's it. First lesson from space. Help for the first lesson from space is don't leave your jar of water on the side when you're faking space pictures. What happened to the phone in? I was expecting a James Whale type program. Well, this is the thing. To well, the anyone, 16 anyone people, can come on. Anyone can come on. To the 16 people watching now, we have a, a, a Telegram uh, channel. I'm just going to copy the link and post it in the chat. So there you go. You can join us there. And if you want to say hello, you just join in, say hi. So um, there's a Fraser posted a thing called Can oh, Planes he, Hover he in Mid Air? Yeah, that, that was freaky. That was a bit weird, man. That was a. Uh, what was? How long that is that? Cool. How long is that video? It's, I think it's it's quite it's like oh, a few it, minutes at least, but like just watch a few of them. It's like fucking bizarre, man. Like I don't know if it is. It doesn't look like CGI. Like the thing is, oh, you I know what you mean. There's, when it's there's CGI, been times right? where I've been in hotels near Heathrow, and it looks very strange the way the planes are just hovering in the air. Yeah. You expect them well, that's to be it, basically. I, it. Yeah, they're just well, sitting there like. There's times when I look at the planes and I thought, surely they're going too slow. They can, they're going to start stalling and fall out. But um, no, it's it's not. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's just a twenty-minute-long compilation of aircraft as seen from the road, because that's when people seem to take pictures of it. And you just look at it. It's like, how could something so large just be like going so slowly? Because it, it was very strange and. Well, yeah, um, according to like the you know aerodynamics, you would you would fall right because the well the the plane is heavier than the air around it if it's not. Well, that, that's a, how know, they that's how they to. quote unquote do uh, anti grav training, isn't it? They fly up in a jet and turn the engine off yeah. or something. 
Oh, that's the vomit comet where it does a parabolic arc. So because you're in free fall, yeah, that's how it's like zero g. Yeah. Um. So what else? Oh, that's it. Yeah, and then scrolling further up, there was the uh, Count Danker link saying another Clinton aide found unalived. Uh, Where's that? Have you, come, have you come way up from the hard? I mean, June, June I thought, the eighteenth. I, I thought you were going to mention. I thought you were going to mention the fact that I found I found an old screenshot of me being blocked by Brian Cox. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, Hemi was blocked by Brian Cox. Was asking why is science so amazing? <laughs> you know, I just don't under get understand. I think it was over Brexit or something because he was incredibly upset about being wrong about Brexit, wasn't he? No, you don't understand because Brian Cox is really intelligent. He's yeah. got a degree in astrophysics. He played keyboard for shit group and everything. Ream. And Tony Blair's favourite musician is De Reem. De Reem. So, you know, isn't De Reem amazing? Like, you know, they do music about things can only get better and they only no, get worse. What's this? What the fuck is that video then? What? The the planes floating in midair? Yeah, um, I'm just looking at it. Where they zoom in on what? something. Um, just go and look at the 40M words to see what you're looking on something. at. He played for Dick Ream. Things can only get better. Hemi was blocked by Brian's cock. Yeah. Oh, and you missed my undeniable proof of the third twin tower, but... You could say he was cock blocked. Ah, what the fuck but... is that? That is correct. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I'm just having a look at that video. That's weird. What, Someone's in... No, with Oh. The one that Hobbit put in on June fourteenth. June fourteenth. Jesus Christ. Okay, that's good. So that's June the eighteenth. June seventeenth. Oh yeah, <laughs> Worst... June the fourteenth. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Worst AI ever loves to make unspeakably horrible racist posts and troll online. An AI model trained on 3.3 million threads from the web website 4chan apparently became a huge online troll making more than 15,000 racist, offensive and cruel posts in less than 24 hours. Yes, that was when the uh, the poster from the Seychelles was making at least 10% of all uh, threads and replies and uh, 4chan's poll uh, forum. That was an interesting thing. Yeah, there's there's this weird video of like some US politicians. Well, one of them's Nancy Pelosi, also known as uh, Jerry Nadler's crop dusting enthusiast. Yeah. And behind her is like some. It literally just looks like one of those aliens from They Live, just in the background, staring unblinkingly at the camera. Wait, what's it? Is this? Oh, I've got to see this now. Like, where is this? June fucking. Oh. So th this is uh, like, oh god, it's just. The, the aliens had a glitch. Uh, do, you, do you want me you, to go through what, this? What? Former Disney employees spill their beans and there's more to it than we think. Oh, whilst you're saying that, I'm just going to look at the what, guy like zooming into a bit of Australia. There's like a... Um, that's weird. Um, so... It, it, there is a Disney jail for wild guests. With so many visitors to the theme park, there are bound to be at least a few troublemakers who make it in. 50,000 people pay to play each day. At that scale, even 1% means 500 crazy guests. For these folks, Disney has a jail on site to prevent chaos. 
There is a holding area for thieves, lunatic, lunatics, and Mary Jane smokers. This isn't just a myth, as funny as it may sound. And there's the underground tunnels where oh. the uh, thousands of children go missing a year in Disneyland and never to be seen again. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> please resist the temptation to spread human ashes. It might sound perverse, but folks keep trying to release urns of their dead dead at the park. Why is Disney Disney World a popular destination for ashes? Maybe it was a child's favourite place, and it seemed well. You just do the uh, you just do the Great Escape bit, don't you, with your trouser leg? That's it. Uh, I need to watch that film again to remind myself the difference between that and the, and the horse box. Because they are two different films. Uh, They're both about escaping from German POW camps, but one of them does it where they uh, they they have a horse box and then they have like a, some diggers underneath, and the other one is um, oh I don't know I can't remember the Great Escape, but. So it seems like they're playing Monopoly and there's real money hidden amongst the playing pieces because it was dropped in. By... Yeah, I think that was one of the things like that actually really happened, but then they did a movie about it where they send these care packages to the British POWs. You know, Disney, uh, like, did, the... you know Disney World owns cats. They have their own cats and they release them through the park well, to, to eat rats. That's very, that's very interesting, but I'll just finish my point. They the care packages would contain things like Monopoly, which would have real money in it, as well as passports somehow be hidden into the board. So yes, um, cats in Disney released there uh, to keep control of the rat population. It's probably a good idea, seeing as like a lot of people would just be like chucking food around willy-nilly. Uh, you probably never thought about the sheer size and scope of Lost, at, Lost and Found at a place like Disney World. But imagine it now, it's got to be significant. As you might assume, sunglasses are a common item that visitors keep losing. On a daily basis, more than 200 pairs are left behind at the park. It's a diverse collection of shades, but is that 200 pairs of sunglasses a day? What do they do with them? Do they bin them or do they... I'd auction them. Yeah. Staff members have actually revealed some shockers. Once they came across a glass eye, another time they discovered a prosthetic leg. It's hard to understand why these items are even being removed in the middle of a trip, but after enough time passes, finders keepers. I used to work in a charity uh, that was uh, collecting uh, glasses for... um, It was sending them off to, like, you know, poor people in Africa. And... I was inspecting them and you know, categorizing them on, on their uh, diopter and whatever other measurements there were. I can't remember much about the machine I was using. But then it all be passed to this old bloke. And if he'd seen like, any cosmetic defects on it, he'd, he'd fail them. And I was like, mate, they're not going to be sold in whatever spec savers and Mogadishu is. They're literally giving them out for free. Do you think someone who's half blind and can't read is really going to care that, oh, somebody's chewed the end of this glasses frame? Or do you <laughs> think they'll be like, oh, well, I can see again. This is really good. I can actually carry on with sewing and make like a well, they're probably couple just of pop cents them out and fact. work out someone's pre- prescription anyway, aren't they? So, what really pissed me off about that is the fact that because his rejection rate was so high, like 95%, yeah. the charity just shut up shop and we, we didn't get any more. So, we yeah. lost that contract. Back yeah. to that fuck face. 
And every time I try and talk to the supervisor and say, look, he's failing perfectly good glasses, one, ones which are in better quality than the glasses I wear. Oh, how about this I bit? Really I got pissed off with that. I finally got to an interesting bit. Underground tunnels let workers zoom around quick. It's a giant magical wonderland. How do workers get from place to place in a flash? With the massive crowds on on a day-to-day basis, you'd think they might need hovercrafts. But no one has seen that happen yet. However, ever wonder what's underneath the park? Because it turns out there's a super-secret super tunnel system. Employees refer yeah, to the network useful. as an underground city. Sounds fa- fascinating, though we probably never will get a peek. No, because that's where all the children they they traffic go go missing in. Yeah. Um, oh, here here we go. This is a good image. Um, I'm just gonna. What I'm gonna do is reply, and I'm just gonna at Hemi so he can see what the one I'm looking at is. It's one of those you know old Soviet um, photoshops. So the first one is it's a bunch of people surrounding Stalin, and it says makes you immune. The government says so. It's safe, keeps you out of hospital. Then the next image says, the government says so, it's safe, keeps you out of the hospital. Then the next image says, government says so, it's safe. And the final image just says, government says so. So um, that's something which can be there. Um, and before that, there was a large root system. Is This actually uh, coincided with uh, Fraser's episode about the uh, uh, giant trees. Yeah. Well, a large giant area, trees and giant trees. geology, yeah. Yeah. A, a, uh, Biogeology. A large root system has been discovered under the Devil's Tower in Wyoming. A huge and startling discovery was made at Devil's mm. Tower in Wyoming. Scientists from the Wyoming State Parks Department were conducting photographic seismic readings under the tower when they discovered an incredibly large fossilized root system under the tower well, whoever wrote that this article it then right that whoever, it then. it's a tree whoever wrote this article has a serious problem with alliteration wow. um <laughs> so uh, anyway, carrying on with, with with just reading out this this it's an shit. American. yeah yeah, yeah they, they, are, they are they are retarded with all the fluorides they have mm. um so we discover what looks like a giant root system flowing from the base of the Devil's Tower. The root system has been measured to a depth of six and a half kilometers <laughs> and a width of about 13 kilometers. We are currently conducting research and tests to confirm that it is indeed a root system and not a coincidence. The discovery is on verge of rewriting history and science as we know it. It's just, yeah, it's just coincidence. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So then we have Large the Hadron hadron-, hadron- Collider started again. And that's why our kidneys are now in the rib cage and not un- over the hips. And this is a thing, actually, because I remember when playing Sniper Elite Four, and like uh, you got to do these various like achievements in order and to you get. Were, like... You were trying to kill him in the kidneys, and yeah, yeah, and, and then, I bet you didn't get the achievement, time... did you, Robert? Well, that's the thing, because and then I accidentally like shot someone in uh, what I thought was the lungs. It's like no, you got a kidney shot. It's like. Since when were the kidneys directly underneath the lungs? Dom said. Dom said he knows about the tunnels. He's played the Fallout Four Nuka World DLC. Ah, oh, Fallout Four was really boring. Somebody has done a very autistic um, analysis of Quentin Tarantino's facial features. So, they got a picture of uh, Quentin Tarantino holding an Oscar statue, which is thirteen yeah. and a half inches tall. This is quite an old one, isn't it? This came out eight years ago, didn't it? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, so they they done that, and they said, okay, using the Oscar as a, as a reference, we can tell that the distance from his eye to his chin is four point eight seven five inches. Here's a picture of of him uh, licking uh, a woman's foot. Well, and then a person's uh, foot. Uh, well, uh, yeah. And so in the in the photograph, it's showing that the um, the calf bone, the shin, is ten inches long, because his face is four point eight seven five inches uh, long. That bit from eye to the chin, and then it says here um, a the formula used in forensics to determine the height is four point seven seven times the tibia length for males, four point eight eight times the tibia length for females. If that is a female leg and foot, that means the unknown person in the photo is approximately 48.8 inches tall or slightly over four foot tall. According to the CDC, the average growth charts, the unknown person likely is between six and eight years old. So, um, could just be like you know. a Filipino or a, like, like a, like, it could be a like 16 to 18 year old Filipino though, couldn't it? Cause that's yeah. very brown, that leg, isn't it? No, Sniper Elite 2 versus Sniper Elite 4. I played Sniper Elite 4 because it's in Italy, and I might play the the one set in France. I'll play the the zombie version. It's still like 60 quid, so I'm I'm not buying it. Oh, and then there was that thing. Yeah, that was it. The Clouds Conspiracy episode. Spanish mythological evidence. No, the reason... Did you see who did that tweet? Uh, What tweet? The next one up, the Clouds Conspiracy one. Look oh, it. Rob Schneider. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's, that's why I reposted it of it. I know you tagged Rob me on Schneider. it on another one. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Rob Schneider notices something happened <laughs> and now he's going to get to the bottom of it. Rated PG-13. <laughs> so he retweeted something that we, saw, that we both saw on Twitter. The Spanish meteorologi- Meteorological Agency has confessed that Spain sprain 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 is sprain? being spayed. Don't sprain uh, <laughs> your tibia in Spain. Sprain is being Quentin spayed. Tarantino might kiss it. With, le- with lead oxide, uh, lead oxide, uh, silver lead. iodide and diatomite. Lead. And then that was it. I was looking at what diatomite is. It's uh, diatoms or a type of plankton. Um, so there you have it. Uh, what's also this? known Hillary as Clinton's blue green suicide. No, been unalived, and it's a coincidence. Oh yeah, that's, hey, look, that's Hobbit, it. don't you fucking lie to me. Or you've you've got at least two dozen friends that have died that have died in light airplane crashes. It's a, a very com- especially light aircraft. <laughs> yeah, you know, like flying in the light aircraft, and yeah, that's why know, I don't have. You know, you're walking around, the, you're doing the pre-flight. You know, there's the oil pissing out of it onto the floor. You go, oh, this is fine. I'm going to go up in this. Someone's put diesel in the Avgas tank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is fine. Oh, this was another thing, like a screenshot here. It says the problematic 15 year old biohacker who stopped airborne rabies. What the fuck is something a biohacker? Tells me, uh, someone that uses a computer with CRISPR to edit genes. Okay. The article continues. <laughs> uh, something tells me between this, the first TikTok... Uh, Byron says article... the YOLO meme was invented by friends of the Clintons. Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, tells me between this, the first TikTok president article and the Google Nest shower cam 
that this whole image might in fact be some kind of fabrication. Not sure though, Reddit is certainly a terrible place filled with terrible people and terrible bots. I'll wait for Snopes to tell me what to think. If they debunk it, the shit's legit. Oh, that's it. So the rest of the article doesn't matter. It's just the fact that, um, yeah, this thing. Yeah. Oh, and then, then I post an article to a really good song, which I think we should use as an outro. Yeah. Um, is there a way I could make this song play in, in the chat so people can hear it on the thing? Uh, I'll play oh, it. Yeah. Just... Remind me and I'll play it at the end. Oh, yeah. Grooving with keyboard. Spooky. It's yeah. it's not me. It's it's somebody else's thing. Um. Uh, I'll copy that link. Yeah. I'll stick it oh, in and that's the it. Discord. And then I'll know where to find it. There's a Venn diagram, and the three circles that overlap say spiritual discernment, gut instinct, and anecdotal experience. So if you get the overlap between spiritual discernment and anecdotal, you get divine guidance. The overlap between gut, feeling, and anecdote is common sense. And the overlap between spiritual discernment and gut instinct is ancestral blood memory. So the, the Venn diagram with all three of these overlap is source, I made it up. <laughs> Exile, Exile Barry asks, what does it's bullshit, but I believe it fit in? Uh, yeah. And I said, well, if you believe it, how can it be bullshit? So he says, gut instinct then. Thanks for the Socratic input. Oh, photo, oh, a, bit said, of, just, a bit of photovoltaics. We've already covered those. Just use your discernment. Anything I disagree with is bullshit. Like shark sleep science, it's bullshit. But at least that's tangible, however tenuous, unlike... Aren't tachyons amazing? They're totally oh, real, like dark matter. <laughs> Fucking dark matter. That was a that was a shit article. That was um, <laughs> dark matter. <laughs> is that Exile Bear post? No, that's somebody. It's not Exile Bear. Who, who is it? It just says, uh, "Just lurking." Posted Swindler's Grift final track from a new album. Um, so that's some music, yeah. Photovoltaics, oh, yeah, panels made from quartz and hydrofluoric acid. Um, yeah, did you know? Uh, test uh, so the next one is uh, electricity derived from an air drives car. Uh, Tesla offered yeah. this to Ford, but apparently, Ford said, Nah, fuck that, I can make all this extra money from parts and stuff. Yeah, he also says, Well, I'm getting like uh, subsidies from Standard Oil to, to use yeah. their stuff. And Tesla was just like, yeah, but you could just make a car that doesn't need fuel. Just mm. just use electricity from the air, bruv. Oh, yeah, this um, was a good one, Hobbit, that you put in. In India, an entire temple was dug up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just more of these cultural layers. And, yeah, well, we bury all these cities around the world in the 1850s to LOL. regrade them. Because, because you know, in, in the 1850s in India, there was a lot of cars around, weren't there? Yeah. Well, they had to do, sort out the gradient, didn't they? Did he ever get back to you? No, he didn't for some reason. It's a shame. Yeah. I, would, I would have liked his input on that. The, uh, and here we go. This, this is uh, from C. He says, the real conspiracy you guys should be covering is why you haven't been updating the RSS feed. Mm. Yeah, is this all aimed at me? Well, it just seems to be a conspiracy against you. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it is. Chris Mitchell posted some spam which shouldn't be there about <laughs> some, some live reaction Mark Collett's advice to Nick Fuentes. I mean, what's spooky about that? 
Oh, um, oh, actually, no, wait. Nick Fonte <laughs> glows in the dark, so that is spooky, as does Mark Collett. I, th- I think the I think isn't the real spooky part there that that isn't up anymore. Isn't that the one where Chris had a tantrum? Um, Bob, <laughs> Bob Lazar running his car on hydrogen is interesting. You can find it on YouTube. And by the way, if anybody's interested, this this is all the highlights from our chat, right? This this is a great little thing. You can join it. Anything you think's interesting, anything you should think should be on the show, just post it up there. And- yeah. We'll talk about it. Or if you want to like, come on, the, if you want to come on the show, if you have a show, if you have an episode, you just want to do one and then bugger off again. It doesn't really matter. If you want to join, mm. it, you can. <sighs> so there's a, it's how a Ian thing got from... here, isn't it? And now yeah. he's and now so... he's stabbing us in the back, going 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 on to more important channels. So oh, in no, other words. Sad. 14 words is a springboard to greater things. If you get your start on the show, just remember us when you're on that one with the Greek who says it was aliens. Yeah. You know, the one with the... What? Yeah, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos with the big hair, and he says ancient aliens, that's the show. Oh, that dude. Wait, Ian's on ancient aliens? No, he's he's, not. He's He's going to be on something. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. 14 something or other, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, because he's talking about cryptozoology, so he's not talking about aliens. But this is a good one. I do do like this one, Hobbit. How the USSR moved houses with their occupants. Well, before you get to that one, there is an article here about the ISS and saying, this is from the Express News, UFO sighting NASA ISS livestream anomaly aliens video Scott warning. And then there's this picture, so there's a picture of it in the thing. This pick I put might be an actual nuclear rocket propulsion secret spaceship now in orbit. It has some kind of active camouflage in the hull so it can go black. It, in essence, is a pigment dot or like an LCD screen. It can mimic the stars behind it. It's from the ISS Yeah, but how does it know where you're standing? It suddenly appeared next to the ISS. Why do stars Mm. suddenly appear? Every time oh, yeah. it disappears. Yeah, that's it. So there's the image, and it's this sort of crystally looking thing, and it's not the first time this it object like, has been seen. It's, uh, it looks like Babylon 5, to be honest, right? What, an O'Neill cylinder? Space station. Yeah, it looks like the Babylon 5 space station. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it could could well be. Oh yeah, that's right because I'm I'm looking at what is it? The USSSSSS Hillen USSSSSS Hillen 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 Kota. Is that is that the German? Is that the German that invented it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Some foreign name in it. Was it? Was it look like? Was it look like some sort of weird fucking double-ended dildo with golf balls stuck in it? Because you're a sex pest, that's why. <laughs> just like, why's it got golf balls jammed in the end? Wait, are they hmm. trying to claim this is real now? Is this like, is this where? Yeah. What? <sighs> uh, Jesus. I'll put it. Up. Oh, Wait, that's just... right. How the USSR moved houses with their occupants. Well, you forgot on the important thing about how it's not a, uh, it's not a flat Earth. It's in fact a dome Earth on the bottom of the ocean. The ocean's all around us, and uh, you've got to dig the resources, and then the, those that need the resources are up there. What so do you mean dig the? What do you the... mean dig the resources? The the, the you know 
the well, buildings are already down there. Is that what you mean by resources? Well, so this, right, so there's a 4chan post with this diagram, and it says the dome was raised about 1,500 years ago. Then the water is sucked out from under it, ex exposing the landmass, leaving enough water to create a livable biosphere. The land is terraformed. Oil, a, bit coal, like, a bit like that thing where you put a beer mat under a pint glass. Yeah. So the oil coal is chemically created underground, possibly exists there in a natural form, but doubtful since it looks like a synthetically created substance to begin with. Flora is introduced, then fauna. Humans introduced in containers, then bred in camps to form future races and ethnicities, nations, given fake histories of a supposedly ancient world, etc. Political system introduces... Priest classes formed to rule and control the population. Expansion of population to every place where the resources are to be mined. Building of infrastructure begins. Transport communication systems are created. Ideologies of control introduced in form of religions and others. Mainly what they call today communist doctrines, leftism, etc. When industrial age comes about, with all the technologies read, the mining starts. With all the technologies red, well, whatever. Um, resources leave the dome through tunnels. As the system advances, the mining. What number is that? You. Uh, I'm on uh, point number thirteen. Right. As the system advances, the mining intensifies. Population reduced. More machines and automation is introduced. Flora fauna becomes irrelevant and gets removed to free up maximum area for mining. Population is placed in dome cities, possibly underground. Operation continues in this manner until all the resources are depleted from Earth. 3,000 years later, after this dome was installed, the operation is complete and the dome is removed. I'm just giving you a short overview how it all starts and how it will end. Really, I don't feel like giving you links or whatever the fuck else you need. If you want to research, you can. All info is open source. How much resources are being mined and how much is being spent is all available info. The facts are, of all the mined resources, only a small fraction is being used. <clears throat> of course, some resources are used more than others. Certain resources are of no interest to the creators of our mine world. So that's it. It's not a flat world. It's an ocean world, and we're just the mining colony underneath it, extracting the resources for our overlords. Right, so... What are the stars then? Well, you know that's that's up in the firmament. That's that's just lights up there. Yeah, uh, are we going up to the lemon, the lemon in Pompeii. Oh yeah, that that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so this is mosaics from the first century AD, Anno Domini, year of our Lord, or for those modern people, the Christian era. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> And it says, on this photo, Pompeian mosaic in the Palazzo Mazzimo, located in the National Museum of Rome. Note, there is a lemon in the fruit vase. But would that What's be a fruit What's the thing that looks bowl? like a brain? Uh, that's an artichoke. You have a lemon and an artichoke oh, actually, in the same bowl. What the fuck are they doing? Actually, no. Is, is that an artichoke or is that like... um? What's that fruit that's nobbly? Star fruit? Well, it's pomegranate. Prickly like, pear. It's a pomegranate. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what that fruit it's is. Pi- but... It's not. It's not pineapple. No, it's not. Can... No. No, there is one it, with a pineapple, though, isn't there? Uh, as well, there's another is that? Yeah. pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that one at the top looks like it's been redacted. I don't know what that was. So uh, no, there is a lemon fruit in the fruit bowl. It says it's a vase. So the official and there's a chicken having a chat to two pigeons. Yeah, as, as you do. He's going all so, right, mate. It, How's the weather? The other two are going. Yeah, not bad, not bad, mate. So Pompeii, which was destroyed in the first century, and the lemon came to Europe in the twelfth century. So, uh, what's going on the there with the fruit. history and the brain fruit? Was yeah, somewhere. Yeah, we we don't talk about the great. It's just like a pineapple on the green. Something on Pompeii about it being still around in the fourteen hundreds. No, it was destroyed I in the fourteen hundreds. I mean, we're not done. We're not. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, think we've done Pompeii. Are we not? I don't okay. remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was an interesting one. The Williamson Tunnels in Liverpool. Uh, the, the Williamson Tunnels are a vast network of underground structures of unknown purpose. According to Wikipedia, they're believed to have been created for no apparent reason by yeah. a tobacco merchant. They just chucked them up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, just like... Well, I've got all this money, so I might as well pay people to dig and, and make these arches and stuff. Yeah, it's just a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just it's like folly towers. Um, landowner and philanthropist Joseph Williamson began b- between 1810 and 1840. He bought the land and hired former Napoleonic soldiers for secret work. But they were only excavating something that already existed. Although they are called tunnels... They are brick or stone vaulted galleries with halls. Backfilled in the late 19th century with trash, also known as rubbish, it was used as a city dump. The dungeons remained inaccessible until 1995 when archaeological research began. Well, this is this is something I find kind of weird: is the fact that they started digging these this stuff up probably since like the late 70s. Weird. Uh, uh... Oh, and this yeah. this was another thing as well. I, I, this was unrelated like time to forty. Why why is it always why is it always a structure in the middle of an open field, like miles away from anywhere? It's a structure that's been knocked down and covered over. Funny yeah. that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So um, this is a bit because like a lot of people have been noticing changes in in our. Uh, Ge- geography yeah. now one which I, I paid attention to because as a kid you know i, I had uh, relatives living in both new zealand and tasmania yeah. and they're saying oh it doesn't take too long to get from new zealand to australia and then just a short ferry uh, journey across to tasmania now i was watching this video it's about a guy that uh, collects old computers and he has a globe um in, in the head above him and this globe has a picture of Australia. It's in purple. And I think a tiny sort of like pale blue blob, like way out far east, is supposed to be New Zealand. And I do not remember New Zealand being that far away from, from Australia. It's, it was, I mean, it was pretty close. You know, you had Australia, the Great Barrier Reef, then New is, Zealand. Is Australia just know? trying to get away from Jacinda Ardern? Maybe that's what's going on, you know. Maybe that's uh, big. Uh, I don't think it's anything oh, great. Oh. I think the next one to go to is in Greece, one of the saw- tourists saw an unusual map 
which is very different from the usual outline. Oh, well, we did that one at the beginning of the show as well. That's did when we? Phil was on as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Then. So I, I just I, I repost things without realizing I've reposted them. All oh, right. Okay. Then. Uh, what else we got here? This is uh, two hundred years ago. Russia had a subtropical climate, but Russia has all kinds of climates, though, doesn't it? Because it's it's basically. Oh uh, yeah, all. but imagine yeah. like no, Siberia. <laughs> imagine Siberia having a subtropical climate. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot sunnier than what it used to be. Well, it's because they drove they drove cars and they used plastic straws. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's Medieval it. Yeah. Period, right? There we go. Sorted. <laughs> but, sorted conspiracy theorist. Can I just say I really fucking hate paper straws. I mean, I'm not a person to use straws myself, but I really hate them. And uh, whoever's doing them, did you know? You did you know stop. plastic straws are, uh, are recyclable and paper straws aren't? Oh, my favourite thing is on juice boxes. You know, in juice boxes, you've always yeah. had like the plastic straw wrapped up yeah. in plastic. Well, now it's a paper straw wrapped up in plastic. Oh, nice. Just it, it, it's it's a pointless virtue signal. And the other thing as well is it shit. Like you could argue saying, yeah, we should get rid of plastic bottles and have glass ones instead. I'd be for that. But a plastic yeah, we need to straw. Go back, we need to go back to Corona Pop Bank Gang Gang, where you go and get your ten p back when you take your bottles back. But a plastic straw, you can't. There is no other way of making like a straw, which is as good. I mean, uh, unless we start growing like hay straws, but then like I don't know or bamboo. No, because that's going to be shit. Look, there's no substitute for a plastic hemp. straw. Hemp straws. No, because that's that's paper as well. That's shit. Yeah. You, you're going to need plastic, or in a pinch, you can make it from horn. But um, good luck trying to mass produce that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's it. So, the, the, um, what's his name? Uh, Fraser posted a video saying, um, "Vanishing, Two looking into the moon, unex- Oh, was this different? Well, the, the vanishing says, "Looking at the unexpected, buried blocks of Melbourne and the missing people." And it, uh, it sort of it's to do with the street ra- raising levels talk about on last night's episode. So. Um, yeah, yeah, we did in that episode, didn't we, with the the streets being, you know, <laughs> the real conspiracy is they raise the streets level, street level all around the world at the same time. <laughs> That's the real conspiracy. Well, Hobbit we, knows we, why we, that we, is. You fucking conspiracy theorists. Oh, yeah, right, we we, uh, we already yeah. debunked this. We because yeah. look, in 1850 there was Under like uh, there was like three. In fact, let me have a look. When was the first automobile on the road? Because Roger Trevevic had a steam powered one. When did the first automobile drive? I, I could sure, rephrase that a bit there. Because I'm sure they were like bespoke things before, weren't they? Because I assume because they weren't. In England, drivers were required to be registered in 1903. Yeah, but that doesn't say when the, the first. Like, isn't it, Hobbit? First cars. Carl Benz drives the first automobile. On July the third, the third of July, eighteen eighty-six. So Carl right. Benz has his his uh, internal okay. combustion engine horseless carriage, but Roger Trevevic, um he did do a trial in London, 
So yeah, um, I, in eighteen fifty, I'd say they were probably around ten to twenty years before that because Ben's when Ben's is making them, that's when they start becoming popular. I'd assume, isn't it? So in the third of July, eighteen eighty-six, mechanical engineer Carl Benz drove the first automobile in Mannheim, Germany, reaching a top speed of ten miles an hour. Um, the horses carried water-cooled turn. Well, you don't engine. want to go thirty, or your brain will liquefy, won't it? The vehicle incorporated elements that would characterize the modern vehicle. Often the case, Benz was not the only person working on such a design, but he patented his work first. As such, he patented all the processes that made the internal combustion engine feasible for use in an automobile. In 1879, he was granted his first engine patent, and in 1886, he received a patent for his first automobile. Uh, Benz' work would eventually become the foundation of Mercedes-Benz, a well-known luxury car brand still today. So the first automobile, 1886. So in 1850, there were precisely zero automobiles in the world. That's why all the regrading work had to be done because they were like, well, look, yeah. there's this thing that's going to exist 40 years from now, so we better get the work done now whilst we can. Yeah. <laughs> because that, that's that's logical, right? From, yeah, um, that's Mr. right, yeah. Mr. Skeptoid Magazine. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. Because those horses, they were just fucking bombing up those up and down up and down those hills weren't they the horses were yeah yeah so uh just um yeah uh oh a video with, with like someone's next disappearing on, on the news report yeah those yeah we need things. to do we need to do that we, we'll do like a mega Wait, heavy video Where's show that? it's the uh, may 3rd may i put 3rd. in there what's happening to her neck I was having a look at some uh, some camouflage. Oh glitches. really? I've never yeah. seen that actually. I never saw that. Like, that's how I look then. That's a bit like the you know the they live when the the disguise stops working. Yeah. Oh shit! What the... Oh yeah, next pulsing, and it's got these weird. Things. It looks like she's got a neck tattoo. No, a tattoo on the throat. What does it say? Can I make it out? Um. Oh god. Yeah, it does look like uh, no. tattoo, doesn't it? So, uh, for those on the radio, we're looking at a picture of Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris and gills. She's got. Are they gills? They look gills. like fucking gills. That's what yeah. I was going to say. They look like gills, don't they? Maybe yeah. that fish creature in the UN isn't the only one, you know? Yeah, the fish demon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, demon. which we we just ignore <laughs> ignore the uh, fish demon representing stuff. Yeah. Um, well, the fish demon has every right to be there. Um, I thought this was following me your statue thing, Fraser. Like, how the fuck do they get those eyes in there? Well, my, you know, this is the <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it? Like, you know, some of these statues are like impossible with the technology of the time, right? You know, chisel. So what you're saying is, in fact, they they weren't like carved out of stone. Some but of them, in fact, so, to be fair, some of them, like some of them look painted. They actually look yeah, painted on when painted. you look at them properly. Yeah. So, so what it what it what if it's in fact like a Medusa, like turning people into stone, and that's why we have these statues. Mm. There is a theory about that. Yeah. Oh, that was theory a... to do with the bio biogeology thing as well. It's. Uh... Yeah, that's um, uh, uh, that's what I remember. It was that's yeah. it. So there was this interesting um discussion on on poll saying, does the U.S. military really have a protocol for dealing with cryptids? The answer is yes, they do. 
And then I, I copy and pasted one of the uh, responses from it, saying, there's also some weird shit going on with caves, especially recently. The government has begun sealing off virtually every cave entrance in the United States, going so far as to weld steel bars over it and threatening you with prosecution for attempting to get inside. Call me cynical, but I don't think the Agent Orange MK Ultra guys... Yep. Uh, the MK, the Agent Orange MK Ultra guys care that much about us not getting stuck in a cave and dying on accident to arbitrarily do all of this. So why is the US government spending all this effort sealing up cave systems? That's uh, um thing. And what's this Shilaga Chicago cover-up in 1890s newspaper article? Okay, yeah. Uh, what was that about? Uh, Chicago. Literally, literally, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. oh, yeah, the old map was already there on the old maps of yeah. America, hmm. basically before it was founded. Basically, it's, you know, it's one of the yeah. one of the things about like how you know certain places were already there, kind of thing. Yeah. And the two-headed mm-hmm. Patagonian giant. Oh, yeah. oh, there's no such thing as giants. Uh, we know that because the Smithsonian makes sure that any it's giants discovered in not yeah. or smash up the bones. Yeah. Over twelve oh. feet tall with two heads. Nice. Like oh, the cultural yeah. layer. That's interesting. So is that near the mitre? That culture. That that. Oh uh, right. So what you're looking at there is um, Queen Street in in Oxford. Oxford. Yep. And so that's. Bodleian Library in in the distance, so the mitre would be on the high street, which is um, so to get from the high street to Queen Street, you'd go up it towards Carfax Tower, then you go Corn Market Street, then when you get to the end of Corn Market Street, you've got the church and Saint Martin's Memorial, um, and then you just take a, a right, and then you're on Queen Street, yeah. I'm very disappointed to see that Boswell's, the de- unique department store of Oxford, is now being converted into something called the department, which is a hotel. Oh. So that's a bit gay. Um, but after that thing, we had a, a thing here saying, no, this is more shark science, right? So we, we know the very important field of shark science research, yeah? yeah? Australian scientists have used music to attract great white sharks and have found they are particularly drawn to ACDC's Back in Black. Back in black, out the sack. That's how they capture them, so they can stick fucking electrodes up their ass to uh, yeah. test Dom says there was a tunnel near me which was sealed off with steel bars, supposedly to protect the rare bats that live in it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's more from the Patagonian giant. Yeah. Ah well, it's kind. Of, it's not more, but that was the original one, and then Fraser found yeah. some more. But yeah, yeah. But because Pretty we're going backwards, yet. that's there's more about the Patagonian. Yeah, there's giant. more, but now there's mm. more. Yeah. Wait, oh, the Kutub, the Kutub, Kutub Minar Tower. Oh, the Kutub Minar Tower in Delhi. Yeah. So it's an iron column. It's seven and a half meters tall. Uh, the diameter at the base is forty-one point six centimeters, and the top is slightly narrowed. The upper diameter is about 30 centimetres. The column weighs 6.8 tonnes. Who, when and where, because it wasn't made in Delhi, was it created? To this day, it remains a mystery. The most interesting thing is the composition of the column. It is 99.72% iron 
and only uh, 0.28% are impurities. There is almost no corrosion on the black-blue surface of the megalite, uh, uh, only barely visible spots. The strange thing is that the production of pure iron is very difficult, well, and it's not you, done on you've, large uh, scale. A lot of, forbidden science on Telegram. Uh, you forwarded a lot mm. from there, haven't you? So. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah, that's right. So this is from Forbidden Science, and it says... So the iron of such purity, even with modern equipment, it's simply not realistic. So it's just who's mass producing 6.8 tons of, of pure iron to make a column with some squiggles on it? I, I don't know what those squiggles are. They, I don't think it's Sanskrit. I'm not sure what language that is. Cuneiform? Um, it looks like cuneiform. Does yeah. it? A kind I of don't, cuneiform. It's a bit like Ching Chong to me. No, yeah, it does not. look a bit. No, it's not. It's is it Tibetan? What is? Oh. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look up. So it's called the Kutub. It's not. Yeah, it might be Sanskrit, right? Kutub no. Minar Tower uh, letters. Language. Let's see if so. Kutub Minar. Let's go on uh, Wikipedia. Go, well, go that's a different. Thing. That's a different uh, thing. Um, this is showing a different tower. Uh, Troy Iron. Oh, guess what? Guess what? It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Oh, Fucking. Hmm. They just get more suspicious every day, don't they? So let's look up the Kriturb Minar Iron. Oh, it's part of the complex. So let's just have a look at the complex. Uh, so, Kutub Minar is inspired by the Minaret of Jam in Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, but that's the stuff. Oh, come on, I want to know about the, the iron column in it. There's a mosque. Uh, what there's iron some intricate stuff. Ah, the iron pillar in the Qutub complex. The iron pillar yeah. is one of the most f foremost metallurgical curiosities. The pillar, 7.21 meters high and weighing more than six tons, was originally erected by Shangra Gupta II of Vlikla between 375 oh, and 400. Really? Yeah. Uh, which was erected somewhere between 375 and 414 AD. That's Anno Domni, Year of Our Lord Jesus Christ. In front of Vishnu Temple Complex at Udayagili, around 402 AD, and later shifted by Angangbel in the 10th century, oh, the 10th century CE, yes, the Christian era, yeah. from Udagili to its present location. Angangbel built a Vishnu Temple here and wanted this pillar to be part of that temple. Um, the, the pillar bears an inscription in Sanskrit in the Brahmi script dating 4th century AD, okay. which uh, indicates that the pillar was set up as a Vishnu Dvajavaja, which is the standard of God, on the hill known as Vishnu Pada, in memory of, of a mighty. Uh, to, yeah. quote, to, quote, to quote Captain America in uh, The Avengers, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I know well, what's he say about God, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Um. <laughs> So it says Vishnu Padra, a memory of a mighty king named Chandra, believed to be Chandra Gupta II, 
A deep socket in the top of the sonnet capitalis suggests that it is probably an image of Galuda was fixed onto it, common in such flagpoles. So I don't know, but it's Sanskrit on it. So, mm. um, so Brutus Brut- Brut- weren't such a big girl, we could have asked him on to tell us about it. Uh, yes, but uh, has he done any shows since the, the initial one? I think he did a couple and then stopped. Oh, oh, that, yeah. that's 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 so sad. Brutus, come back. Um, oh, Brutus, don't go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, what did oh, you yeah, put that this... Twilight Zone episode in for? Fraser. Oh, that was mine. Uh, actually, it's not the Twilight Zone. It's actually a fifty-two second video so, yeah. of a plane ride uh, between dusk and uh, well, no, no. Sorry, it's dawn and night, basically. Um, it's quite fascinating because it basically shows that like light doesn't travel that far. Like you can, you can literally see the the twilight zone kind of thing that's right he, he zooms in on a on a city night nightscape yeah. with it, its light light tower and then yeah. zooms out and then from the zooming out you can see the twilight zone and then the dawn further on yeah so it's uh it's quite unusual because the fit well i say it's unusual but if you were to consider that in fact the sun is quite close to us consider then that would make sense that the light wouldn't go that far Um, oh, and then there's yeah. a diag- there's a diagram here showing uh, the the, uh, the east and the west coast of America because a, a load of people say, oh, uh, the, the Native Americans came from the west coast over the Bering Strait, and it says so. The first nations crossed the land bridge in Alaska. Then why are the oldest sites on the east coast? Uh, and also, in addition to that. The stone tools found in the east coast are more advanced than the stone tools found in the west coast. Uh, and more importantly, whilst the stones on the west coast are the are the a more primitive form of flint technology, um, the uh, so right. What I mean to say that there's there's like there's the Mesolithic and the Neolithic periods. So a, a primitive uh, stone tool would be like, say you want to make like a cutting tool or something. Well, what you can do is you can get some flint and you can bash it in a rock and then you get loads of flint chips, which are sharp. And then you can just hammer or wedge those into a piece of bone or wood. And now you've got yourself a rudimentary cutting tool. Mm. And it works, but the thing is, you, you're dealing with little chips of flint. It's not very good. So a better cutting tool would be if you get a piece of flint and instead of just bashing it and dealing with little shards, you, you nap the flint carefully and then you end up with a, a long continuous cutting blade. And that's uh, seen in the Neolithic period, which happened in what we now call Europe, but, you know, uh, sort of that area there. So the fact that on the East Coast you've got napped flint, whereas on the West Coast you've got smashed flint, shows that they have got a connection to what would have been called the Soltrian Man, which during the Ice Age could have crossed over from Europe using the ice flows and glaciers to rest upon. And uh, so that's why they've got the same 
Neolithic stone techniques, whereas on the West Coast, you've got Mesolithic stone techniques, which was done by the less advanced Asiatic slitty eyes that came over on the Bering Strait. <laughs> I, I, I am interested in Stone Age technology. I, I find it fascinating that for half a million years, we were using stone tools and then suddenly figured out like, hmm, this bronze stuff's pretty interesting, as is this copper and iron. Maybe we should try making tools out of that then. Yeah, all right, let's give it a go. And then suddenly we get metalworking, and from metalworking we get all the sciences, because you've got fire, you've got chemistry. Blacksmiths had to understand chemistry, because in order to do alloys, you have to know that you can combine various substances together, and you get, like, new ones. So that's where you get alchemy. So what's this... Oh! What's- What's the psycho babble above then? Uh, uh, what about the pyramid? No, be me. See Facebook boomer post pyramid light speed gif. Uh, oh yeah, pyramid light speed. Th- this is a four chan thing. Chuckle genially, chuckle genially. Use my yeah. C plus calculus intellect to disprove the nonsense and stupidity. Right, so this is a boomer post about the the pyramid. So we've got some images here, and it says, One day for humanity equals 86,400 seconds. Does it? So one one hour is 3,600 seconds. So if you times that by 10, you get 36. Yeah, okay, 24 hours is 86,400. Yeah, that's all right. So... Um, well, day, days zero... aren't quite right, are they? Because our year is three hundred and sixty-five yeah, quarter days. I right? was just do- I was just doing a thing of ten hours is going to be thirty-six hundred yeah. seconds. Ah, right. So yeah, if twenty hours would be like seventy-two, and then yeah, so eighty-six thousand four hundred looks looks right to me. So it's saying here zero point eight six four of an hour equals fifty-one degrees. 50 minutes, 40 seconds. So you you know this thing about uh, minutes and seconds uh, degrees of an arc? Yeah. Right, yeah. So so just for those not familiar, when you're trying to do a fraction of a a degree, you you describe it like, say you want to say like it's, um, oh, it's it's halfway between one and two degrees, you'd say, well, it's one degree in 50 minutes. Yeah. So there's 100 minutes in it. And if you wanted to say, oh, what it, it's it's sort of like uh, two thirds between one and two, where you'd say it's uh, one degree sixty six minutes sixty six seconds. Yeah. Right. So anyway, zero point eight six four of an hour equals fifty one degree. Right. Okay. The slope of the pyramid equals fifty one degrees fifty minutes and forty seconds. And then uh, I assume that symbol is phi, which is not pi. Uh, phi is uh, another one of those magic numbers. Phi equals 1.6180, which if you divide it by pi, which is 3.145... No, the symbol you get is a... pi. Right, yeah, but... Yeah. Right, so phi divided by pi equals 0.515040. Yeah. And uh, the diameter um, of the sun is... 0.515036 the pyramid perimeter is 0.572543 miles which plus 86 
plus 8.64% equals 622 miles. The average circumference of the Earth is 622 miles. So it's it's one of those like fun boomer posts, like look at all these mathematical coincidences related to the sun, the circumference of the Earth, and the length of a day. And then the, the, the diagram underneath it, is uh what's this diagram well, here so it says up, i'll put up the one underneath oh yeah yeah so the, the circumference outer circle is 1023 uh meters circumference the inner circle is 723 meters so the difference in circumference is nearly 300 meters um there are um 299 it's the same number is millions of meters per second equals the speed of light the correlation is 99 percent accurate so it, the the difference between the outer circle and the inner circle is is the speed of light, which is quite interesting. So this is why we get the four chan shit post below it, which says, "Really, me? You see Facebook Burma post about the pyramid showing light speed." Chuckle genially using my C plus calculus intellect to disprove the nonsense and stupidity. Be me, get my ass handed to me. Finding the light speed, which is precisely discovered in 1975 by Laser which is pi at the bottom, golden ratio, phi at the top. Use um, three, 35 days to calculate and find more pi uh, 10 times. Use 35 days to calculate and find more pi, 10 times not a fucking fluke. And even the spacing of the internal structure is a Fibonacci sequence. Be super autismo, make my own model in free time at Christmas using a bad autismetry program. One I still have from college. Calculate with today's measurements on the pyramid on pi. Find for phi. Four to the power four to the power of two divided by pi to the power of two equals 0.16 error. Well, so there's a bunch of numbers here, and I don't really understand them. You can look at the post yourself. You understand maths. So in other words, um, the total area area of the base equals uh, phi, which is the golden ratio. Phi is certain from 99.84 to 99.97%. To be a fluke like that is to win the lottery six times, be hit by a meter at the same time. So, yeah, the, these numbers aren't coincidental. The pyramid has got some very clever mathematics behind it related to the golden ratio and also related to pi, the speed of light, the circumference of the Earth and everything. Ah, so, Hobbit, did you just disprove that Earth? No, I haven't. Because if you remember my episode about... Oh, there's a, City, there's a Flat Earth versus Globe Earth debate uh, on the Truth Awakening is channel. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Chris has um, just put it in the... Uh, in the uh, what's it? Karaoke, karaoke is Japanese for Ting Tong Sing Song. says, um, is it true that Africa didn't have a Bronze Age and someone went there one day and showed them how to make steel and wheels and musical instruments... The pyramid was a power station, free energy. Um, yeah. I'm not familiar with the Truth Awakening channel. You, you should forward a link into it to the... Uh, uh, the link's in 37, chat. actually. Um, I'll just forward that message in there. Then. Um, oh, there was a good article. So it, this was going back to... Well, if you just search... Because you can do that in Telegram, you do Control F and it'll uh, search. And no idea how to do it on the phone because you, you, wow, can you search on the phone? Anyway, Glastonbury Abbey. 
Earth Energy. Oh, I thought sacred... you were going to say, well, well, hold on, you're missing something. The PDF I put oh. in there, which was, you, you remember? Oh, our... the production of Ecstasy and yeah, the Netherlands. Yeah, really good PDF that, isn't it? Do you remember, do you remember it was like most of our episode on uh, Ecstasy, weren't it? From episode Ecstasy. four or five, oh, yeah. five or six. Episode, oh, but also 129. Aren't plants weird? Yeah. Like, they do all these strange things and... Like, how does a bee orchid know how to look like a bee? <laughs> yeah, aren't plants amazing? Was it? That? I can't believe that was so long ago. Aren't plants are amazing? Because that was a that was oh, a blimey, good one. Yeah, that that's slime, wasn't it? Is that normally slime? The slime mold, which as I found out, it's not a plant. It's not a fungus. It's a slime mold. It's an algae. Is it? I don't know. Is it? No, it's not. It's a slime mold. It's its own yeah. thing. A, slime mold. a lot of heavy talk on slime molds, that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but because yeah, I'll, I'll slime molds are a weird thing. One. Yeah. Because that's a good one, though. So, yeah, there's, there's some stuff about giants and uh, King Arthur and Glastonbury Abbey. It's, a, it's an interesting place I should visit it sometime. A uh, bit of Essex Boys uh, stuff. I will do the Essex yeah. Boys. I'll get to the ex- Essex Boys. I've just kind of stopped reading about them at the minute. I got kind of like my head just got full up with Essex Boys stuff. So it was a really good phone-in show. You know, we, we had a, a few guests on. And we really appreciate it. And yeah. everybody else, you know, is just, well, they're scared to be on the radio, aren't they? I yeah. mean, yeah. what if, like, their mates in the pub hear them and just like, uh, oh. You fumbled and got it wrong. You're a dickhead. Not yeah. like those professionals that do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got seven minutes of our show left. Shall we do some unexplained histories? Yeah, we haven't done it for a while, have we? And speaking of the golden Since ratio you shower, seven days ago. <clears throat> uh, yeah, a while. Yeah, okay. No, we did the last episode on Wednesday because the thing. Oh, that's true. That yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a little cute alligator on there. Mm. Alligator? Yeah. you not seen that one? The little cute oh, alligator. I don't know. But what I do know is I, I want to eat something. It's it's weird. I I've, I'm I've absolutely had a good... knackered. I'm about ready for bed. Yeah, I am too. I've been really tired, like, uh, the past few days. Yeah, I think... But then again, my, my work... <laughs> Chess robot breaks boy's finger during... Based. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, you annoying little boy, but... bow tie wearing prick. I bet but... that kid wears a bow tie, don't he? But do, do, I read the story, right? And what happened yeah. was, is the robot wasn't done making its move, and the boy right. decided he was going to play. Now, he was told the rules, you don't make a move until the other opponent makes his move. And then yeah. he thought he could just be a cheated little bastard, make his move, and the robot yeah. wouldn't know. So the robot stopped him and squeezed his finger so hard it broke his bones. <laughs> well, that kid's never going to cheat was again. It, was is it he? literally like in? I, I, it would have been only would have been better if it was like in uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, I can't make d- d- you do Dave. D- d- <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> Dom asks the, the pertinent question, is Toxic Crusader a slime mould? He had the best line, I hope I don't get hurt. Yeah. Okay. Unlike this little bastard who tried to cheat. Oh, God, not the thing with the female masks. That's horrible. That's like, it's 
like proto tranny stuff. Hey, weren't we talking about falling space junk the other week? I think they listened to our show because there's an article. How likely are you to be killed by falling space junk? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Well, no, that was a, that was a, this, that was the conversation we had in literally the, last the, week. The we were talking about space yeah. junk, weren't we? Yeah, and now <laughs> someone someone's listening to us, you know, for content, obviously. Yeah. Right. So, how likely are you? Uh, the chance of someone being killed by a piece of space junk falling from the sky may seem ridiculously tiny. <laughs> After all, nobody's yet died from such an accident. Although there's been instances of injury and damage to property, but given that we are launching an increasing number of satellites, rockets, and probes, blah blah, in space, we do need to start to risk more seriously. A new study published by Nature Astronomy has estimated the chance of casualties from falling rocket parts over the next 10 years. Every minute of every day, debris rains down down on us from space. A hazard we are almost completely unaware. There is no actual figure in there. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> is there a... No, there's oh. no figure. There's no figure. No. How likely are you? I don't know. <laughs> well, mate, you know, maybe, yeah. Fucking. Uh, you know. I'll be. Can you see it? Can you see a figure in there? Has okay, so it says they have has estimated of chances of casualties. Yeah. So where's the number? Yeah, there is no number. Nice, good one. <laughs> another another, cl- another classic study from brought to oh, you. Oh wait, no, 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 no. There oh, is, there it. is a number. Ha ha, ha. The authors have calculated a casualty expectation, the risk to human life over the next decade. As a result of uncontrolled rocket reentry, assuming that each reentry spreads lethal debris over an area ten square meters, they found that there is a ten percent chance of one or more casualties over the next decade. Wow. On average. Fucking hell. There's a 10% Wait, chance so two, one person could people, be hit in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or two, maybe. <laughs> maybe two. Two it people. Might, might be three. The... Who knows? Yeah. There's a 10% chance one or two people in the next 10 years will be hit by some falling space rocket. If. If. Uh, uncontrolled rocket re-entries uh, spread lethal debris over an area of 10 square metres. If they don't do it over 10 square metres, well, I guess then it goes down, doesn't it? Like, but if it goes more than 10 square metres, that might increase it as well. You know, it's... I guess so. A uh, woman rents a car and finds a cop corpse in the boot. <laughs> a woman from <laughs> Ireland had been driving a rental car when she discovered something made her blood run cold. The woman who was in her 20s had rented a car and was heading to the village of Mulnivat in County Kilkenny, which she noticed a bad smell coming from inside the vehicle. Upon starting to investigate, she was shocked to discover a dead body in the boot of the car. <laughs> that valet had really did a fucking great job then, didn't he? <laughs> it remains unclear how the man died or how long he'd been living in the li- uh, living lying in the boot before he was found. Yeah. Uh, how long can... How long can a person live normally with a part of their brain missing and then they show a picture of Amelia Clark? <laughs> harsh, harsh but fair. I mean, fuck it up. I mean, if if she if there's one person who was born to play one role and one role only, I mean, she's it, isn't she? Oh fucking hell! Really? Okay. Woman woman captures Bigfoot on trail camera. Came across something unexpected. She's doing around the image captures a remote woodland cr- camera set up in Washington, uh, 
Schnuckalimi, Schnuckalimi Valley. Where do they get these weird fucking names from? She expected to see deer, bears, cougars, and other wildlife. Instead, however, she saw what appeared to be a large man covered in hair. I just checked my camera, and that is deep in the woods behind Mount Sai in the Snookalimi Valley. Fucking snow. Snowkami. Snowkami. I think it's Snowkami. Wait. So, is it cam? Where's the video? Right. If it's a camera. Uh, no, I think is, the is trail still, cameras. It... The tra- the trail cameras are the ones that take it... a pic- take a picture oh, based on movement. movement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Okay. So that's the picture. I mean, like terrible why, positioning why... a camera. I've got to say, yeah. love, absolutely terrible. I mean, what are you trying yeah. to catch there? Uh, there's fucking sunlight all over your screen. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't really see anything that the facial features or you know to. Looks a bit like Peter yeah. Dinklage. I got to say, it's got the Dinklage yeah. hair, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Fucking, it could be. Peter anyone. Dinklage be goes out for a walk. Is irate to have be packed. He's been packed. <laughs> <laughs> Peter yeah, Dinklage. There's no packed. sense of scale as well either. Like there's no way to tell how big it is. Grey Fryer's Bobby. Is this one you know about Fraser? No, probably not. Uh, uh, it's a small dog spent 14 years guarding the grave of his deceased owner, John Gray, at Greyfriars Cemetery. Uh, the dog will go on to become a local celebrity. Upon his death, a statue was erected to commemorate his vigil. Even today, both status and cemetery rate remain popular tourist attractions. Uh, they didn't know what he was. He was thought to be a Sky Terrier, but it turns out he's not. He's a Dandy Dinmont. Right. There you go. That's there that. we are. Mystery solved. Cleared up. We can all sleep. Yeah. And that's uh, it then, I guess. Should we do the spoopy photo and then I think that'll do us, won't it? Yeah. What's the spoopy photo? Oh, that woman standing with her tits out, I think. Uh. Bikini? Has she got a bikini on? That's what it looks like to me. Looking? Ghost Hunters photograph eerie picture. Pic- Eerie figure in derelict church. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's have a look. So yeah, it looks, looks like a bird in the nuddy to me. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, looks like she got a bobs, bobs up. <laughs> uh, building itself is derelict, and the upstairs floor is missing entirely. I mean, there's no way she could have been up there. <laughs> that was all the. Most fourteen episodes we did was about those unexplained murders. Like, how did someone get into that room when it was all locked? Yeah. Didn't we actually solve most of them? No. I thought I thought we realised that most of them are just like basic shit, and it's like dead obvious. Uh, what do you What do you think that picture is of Hobbit? We think it's uh, one with Bob's out at window. Mm. And why don't ghosts wear shell suits? Why isn't she wearing a shell suit? That's it. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, why are ghosts always like wearing like ancient shit? Where is there no ghosts like recently then? Like, no ghosts in shell years, suits. You know, that's when... that's Ian's bit. Isn't yeah. it? Why is it like all the ghosts seem to be wearing like Elizabethan stuff? Why don't you ever see caveman ghosts? Do you think it could be you do see ghosts of modern day people, but you don't realise they're modern? They're they're ghosts. 
that's yeah maybe maybe yeah you're right that's my thing anyway yeah uh, and then we're back mm. to the then we're back to last week's uh, bored housewife spent years faking the Russian history on Wikipedia but they don't tell you what she's faked yeah oh, so that that's just to muddy the Tartaria waters or saying that Russians yeah. are bad because they, they're saying that we call them we're Satanists, paedophiles. Well, uh, they probably the don't want to like refer to like what is it, uh, Fomenko or someone like you know. <sighs> you lads, ready for the future? Probably. They've got a one trillion seventy-five mile long skyscraper that could house a five million people. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Is this the same future? Maybe got fire flash. I yeah. know. Actually, actually, well. they're they're putting it in Saudi Arabia, so it's not us yet. Um, I know the one. Yeah, it's a city, and it's going to be all glass, and um, it's going to be zero carbon. Oh, so let, let's finish have... this one. Saudi Arabian textbook shows shows Yoda at the UN. <laughs> a doctor yeah, image of next... Yoda at the United Nations has somehow ne- ended up in a history textbook. Yeah, but that's like right next to the fish demon speaking for the United States. Uh, oh, the four, that four oh fours. What's this one? So, uh, here's the picture. Yeah, that's literally... <laughs> that, did, that ended up in a, in a school t- in a school textbook. I'll bet that picture there. Yep, pretty much. Based. I mean, what's less realistic, that or the fish demon in the UM? Yeah. Well, they they've done they've done that, haven't they? Because then they can go, ah, oh, no, you're not thinking of a fish demon. You're thinking at that time Yoda was in the UN. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, actually, one more Kecksburg UFO Festival. There will there be lots of kecks going on there, will there? Over six million kecks will be had. <laughs> Uh, Pennsylvania's when, most. When are we held... I'm surprised it's not being held in Kekistan, you know. Fucking yeah. Kekistani UFO festival. What happened to Kekistan? Uh, Kekistan no was just the, just the people we met along the way, Hobbit. Yeah. But no, Kekistan's real. It's like Kekistan is real. Like the country <laughs> of Israel. Oh, Dom's. Right. I don't know what Dom's talking about. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Dom's pulling you up on your pronunciation, Fraser. So he says right. your pronunciation of debris doesn't fit into the in either the US or UK versions. Drop the S on the end. We put the stress on the first syllable, the Yanks on the second. Yeah, that is kind of. I, it is weird where Yanks put the stresses what? when they talk. Why? What did I say? Did I do the yank or the? English? How do you say de- say debris, and then we'll know. Debris. Okay. Why? <laughs> what did I say? Debris or something? Debris. Oh, debris. Oh, yeah. debris. Did I say debris? Okay. Yeah, I do yeah. say debris. Why is that? Yeah. Is that the American version? I don't know. I've the... said debris before. It depends what. Yeah. 
Faisal said Debris. <laughs> look, huge, Debris. huge. You know, uh, look, you've caused a huge stir in chat by your pronunciation of Debris. <laughs> Debris. Because I think Debris, the Yanks, the Yanks say, the Yanks say debris, don't they? Because I say debris. debris. Don't they? It's the way the Yanks. Debris. Yeah, because we say debris, they say debris. How do the French pronounce debris, Hobbit? Debris. 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 Leb debris. No. What's what is what is it with him tonight? I don't know. He's eating. I think he's trying uh, to eat something. Stop! Stop stuffing your face and just like do ten seconds on this thing. Do I don't French. I, what's the French for day de, deja vu, Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> just the rubbish. Uh, day breed. Day breed. Right. So I'm just gonna. Day right. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to play his shitty song that... either because he's not talking to us. I know. Uh, I think that'll do us. Byray <laughs> uh, just asked the question. We'll end on the question from Byray. How will Amelia Clark's career go on without her brain? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. I've had enough. Night all. Uh, good night. Stay spooky.